If you're looking for your next new truck, trust Rush Truck Centers, the nation's largest commercial vehicle dealer network. Rush Truck Centers has trucks in stock throughout the country, including heavy, medium, and light-duty work vehicles. Plus, they offer a wide range of programs that help coordinate, monitor, and expedite vehicle service and repairs throughout their qualified service facilities. Check out their online inventory today at RushTruckCenters.com. That's RushTruckCenters.com. Expect more from Rush Truck Centers. Please speak to your Rush Truck Centers representative for further details. It's wintertime. When temperatures go down, the likelihood goes up that your furnace and other appliances go down with them. So don't risk a costly replacement. Stay comfortable with coverage on the appliances you depend on most with the Service Guard Appliance Repair Program from Black Hills Energy. It's peace of mind in a plan. Visit blackhillsenergy.com slash sign up to learn more. Before we get this episode started, I want to give a huge thank you to our sponsor, Anchor by Spotify. If you haven't already heard about Anchor by Spotify, it's the easiest way to make a podcast with everything you need all in one place. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. When hosting on Anchor, you can distribute your podcast on listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and more. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. And you know the best part of it is, Griff? I do, Will. Anchor is totally free. So make sure you head to the App Store or Google Play, download the Anchor app, or go to anchor.fm to get your podcast started. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to Inside the Five. It's Will. And it's Griff. And in this episode, we're going to be breaking down the Elite Eight games uh, starting Monday night, also the time of this recording, and tomorrow night. We have our locks of the week, or episode, my bad, in the NBA. We also have some recent NFL trades that have gone down pre-draft. And a puck culture pick of the Nike, Nike, night. Shout out, puck culture. Of course. You ready? Let's do it. 67 points with 6.45 remaining. Tatum drives down. <laughs> All right, before we get started, um, we have an announcement. Uh, Inside the Five is donating to the Jimmy Fund um, in honor of opening day for the Red Sox. Um, The Rally Against Cancer is available all through the month of April. Um, The link to join our team at Inside the Five Pod, you'll see that, um, is on all of our social medias. So uh, hopefully you guys join, maybe make a donation, check it out. It's on our social medias. Right. So, yeah, go check out Twitter and Instagram uh, at Inside the Five Pod. Even if you can't donate anything, if you can just get the word out, repost us, retweet, share it on your Instagram story, really anything, uh, just to try to get more awareness. Uh, As we all know, everybody from New England really knows about the Jimmy Fund. Uh, They've been doing great stuff over there in Boston, great stuff like literally everywhere. So shout out to the Jimmy Fund. We're very happy to be a part of this and donating to the rally against cancer yeah um what let's slide right on we got the elite eight um we had a nice little break but we didn't we didn't sleep just yet no i'm not sleeping until may so we didn't we didn't sleep just yet um we had the sweet 16 um this weekend yep Um, ended ended sunday night ended sunday night um a lot of crazy stuff went down yeah, we had a Bammer, Bammer. <laughs> we had a we had a Bama game tying three pointer to go into OT, which was insane last night. But I just want to say that UCLA Bama game, after that three pointer that they hit, I think Alabama only scored three points in OT. Yeah, I, like that. I was gonna say like that UCLA Alabama game was definitely the highlight. I would say from the weekend. Yeah, I agree. With but that it was 100%. just. Just because, like, I don't know, it was tough. There was a lot of unexpected mm-hmm. to happen. I really, like, I really thought Bama was gonna be there. They were in my Final Four, actually. Yeah, um, same. For, for one of mine, but I just want to say my Final Four in the my money one. I still have all four teams in contention. 
It's a rarity amongst this it is a rarity this year. I like, but will in our inside the five one, that's literally my worst bracket. <laughs> I gotta check that one now. I haven't looked. I haven't looked at that one. I looked at. I haven't looked at actually any of my brackets. That's my I, lowest. Bracket. I, I just kind of gave up after like literally the, the impossible happened this tournament. Yeah, no, which I mean, you my... got to be ready for it, but right. like at the yeah. same time, like that's my ridiculous. lowest. But I still have all final four teams remaining in that too which are gonzaga michigan baylor and houston which i mean right, hey right, it's right. three three one seeds and a two seed so it wasn't that hard to call but i called it so <laughs> i know was... i know people that had bama winning it all how'd that go bet it didn't go that, well it definitely did not go well for them that is that is slow that is slow bucks yeah um let's check it out do i have the final four intact right now no, I do not have the final four intact. I got my final intact right now. Yeah, you have two out of you have you have two out of four. <laughs> oh my god, wait. This rat hole. I did very good in the Midwest. The Midwest couldn't have been any more accurate. Let's see, let's see, let's see. Uh so wrong on literally everything. Oh, the Midwest was actually pretty good. You only got two wrong. I thought you were being sarcastic. Let's see mine. I probably did so bad. Uh, okay, my West only got three it got wrong. Worse. It got it got worse. Oh, my Midwest, I only got two wrong too. It got worse the like the farther you you moved in. My West and my Midwest were really good, so no big deal. I'm like kind of the goat. Uh, but the two games that we got on tonight, uh, we'll make some predictions for it. You guys will already have been watched it. Um, Oregon State uh, is taking on Houston. I got Houston by a mile. I got Houston by a mile. Uh, yeah, I love Houston right now. They're just I do they're killing it. They, I don't even really people, know what else to say. People were sleeping on them because they play in the American Conference, and, I mean, there's not a lot of competition. I know there's, like, Memphis in Conference – or it's not Conference USA, but the American Conference. Um, but Houston, I mean, they've always been a big dog out of that – conference uh what other teams are in that you got UConn mm-hmm. um who made the tournament um I think that might have been it for tournament that was goers the only, since he, that was the only Cincinnati games. Cincinnati had to have made it right they were they were in they, they were in the first four I believe and I think they lost did they lose or were they in the first four no they, they weren't in the first four they weren't in the first four um, they were NIT that's what I saw they were NIT Oh, they're in the NIT? Oh, I thought they Yeah, they, they might have actually won. I think that already happened. The NIT goes by so fast. Bro, I've I've watched like one in oh, no, no, my whole entire M- life. M- Memphis won the NIT. Oh, good for them. So, yeah, I mean, the American Conference is like a decent conference. Um, and Houston is like steady the top dog in that. So, like, mm-hmm. I don't I don't know why people are really sleeping on them. But, yeah, I got I got Memphis by a mile. Uh, the next game we got going is somewhere um, Arkansas versus Baylor. Arkansas struggled against Oral Roberts, who they should because Oral Roberts is pretty damn good, which we now know. Um, that game, they only won by two. They actually had to come back. Shout out to Max Amos uh, on Oral Roberts. I actually learned that the B in his name was uh, silent, so it's like Amos. It's not Obmus. That's interesting. Yeah. He was born throughout all of March Madness. His name is now known. He is a straight hooper. Sadly, they fell um, after putting up 70 points. They gave up 72 to the Razorbacks. Uh, So that means the Razorbacks are now going to be playing Baylor. We all know the Baylor Bays. Um, Prepare for dismantle. Dismantlement of Arkansas. I got to take Baylor. Yeah, I got to take him. Yeah, there's no way I don't like. I mean, I had Baylor winning, so I kind of yeah, be awesome yeah, if they were just like, please. Um, then tomorrow night, Tuesday night, so uh, you guys, you'll be hearing our predictions for at least tomorrow night's games before they happen. Um, we have USC versus Gonzaga right now. I don't think anyone's going to be Gonzaga. It's scary. This is going to be the first little challenge that Gonzaga faces, though, which will be yeah. good. I've I've talked about it on the pod before. I love USC. Like I love their team this year. Um with uh what's his name? 
they've got Isaiah White at guard. They have who's number four? Uh, Evan Mobley, and he's I think, nasty. Yeah, and his brother Isaiah Mobley. Uh, they're both nasty. Um, they logged thirty-five minutes a piece in that last game against USC, where they completely dismantled them. They are a really good six seed. Um, but you know, Gonzaga, they're just absolutely different, but the, I think it's a good thing that they drew USC over a team, like say like UCLA, who's a scrappy bunch and they beat Bama, but I, I like to see a little challenge for Gonzaga that'll get them ready for the final four. Yeah. I mean, honestly, I wouldn't be surprised if USC pulled off a comeback or even like an upset. I mean, right, they go like, on a I wouldn't run. be surprised. I wouldn't be surprised because before, like, I believe when who did Gonzaga play last? Not, we're not Creighton. Well, Creighton was in it for a little bit. They were like fighting for a little bit. And then yeah. like Gonzaga went on a big run and then like, they kind of just like mentally lost it. Yeah. Like being um, in the game. So like, if they can really just get like ahead early and like, they might have a chance. Yeah. I feel like the thing is you got to get off to a quick start against a team like Gonzaga, but with the quick start, you have to keep it. Like, you can't slow down at all yeah. against a team like Gonzaga. And then um, next, we have an interesting one. We have UCLA-Michigan. Um, Michigan, although we've been talking about how their best player is hurt, I still have them in the my final four for a reason, and that showed over the weekend because yeah, yeah. they – who would they play? But I don't even remember who they played. They killed them. Um. They played Florida State and they oh yeah Florida State bodied them seventy six to fifty eight. Um, Franz Wagner, uh, Michigan always has a foreign white dude with the last name Wagner on their team. We actually have one on the C's now. Yeah, I forgot about that. Um, Wow, that just reminded me. We we had a lot more to talk about than we thought we did. Yeah, we haven't seen you guys in a while. We're we're gonna we're gonna be off the dome. This is gonna be great. So shut off the kids here right now. But yeah, I got Michigan. I got Michigan beating UCLA, but I got it being a close game. I got to be in a close game because UCLA looked good. They're scary. They're a scary team. Um, they really are. Honestly, I didn't think much of them when they were first four in. I was like, no, right, I had Michigan State beating them. <laughs> yeah, I was just like, all right. Well, yeah, I did too. I was like, okay. Whatever. And now they're like, in the Elite Eight. <laughs> yeah, like that's insane. Um, I agree. I think Michigan's going to win this game. I believe this point I had Michigan getting upset. I believe. Uh huh. Which was actually by Alabama, but they lost. Um, they, they probably would have. They probably would have lost to Michigan. Now that like yeah. we see now that happened. now that we see, yeah. But like, like I said early on, like when we were doing early predictions, I picked Michigan to win it all, and like I'm still going to stick by my prediction, other than like my bracket, because. Like that same thing I said, like they're taking it game by game. I, like right now you can tell Gonzaga is just like waiting for someone to actually play them like good. Mm-hmm. Um. So that's then, really our and then, Yeah, and then final four this right? weekend, which is crazy. That is crazy how quick it went by. But I'm not sleeping. <laughs> no, no sleep yet. No sleep yet. No, absolutely um, no sleep. Moving right in, we got the NBA. Yeah, um, we got a lot more than we thought we had, but we'll start off with our locks first. Let's start off with um, a little lock. Um, so after after my crazy. speech, yeah, so after my speech that took place three weeks ago, or maybe a month ago by now, I have not lost, <laughs> not <laughs> lost once. Um, so with that being said, I'm now eleven and ten. Or no, I've lost once. I've lost once. I've lost once. With yeah. that being said, I'm 11 and 10 uh, because mine hit last time. I had the Hornets beating the Rockets. Uh, they killed them. Uh, so mine hit. And then you had. I had someone beating the Raptors. You had someone killed. beating the Raptors and the Raptors won. I don't even remember. It was, it was the Nuggets. The Nuggets lost to the Raptors by like oh, 25. Yeah. And it was just, I couldn't believe yeah. it. So that means me and Will are both at 11 and 10. We are tied. Um, so we are finally, hey, we're in the second half of the season now. We got a little race going. We do. This is this is who exactly won, this is what the fans are the looking NFL for. Locks? Who won the NFL locks? Was it me by one game? 
Yeah, it was you about like literally the last game where we were tied. Yeah, because you remember. And I bet the Cowboys remember? because I because they were gonna make the playoffs if they won. So I was like, it's a must-win game here, and they literally lost. They literally remember? Remember week sixteen? Week sixteen, I needed a win, and if you won, it's like pretty much locked up, and you got a tie, and then we tied yeah. because we, and then we both had one tie. It's so yeah, I think, like that it was, was just insane. That was awesome. It was an exciting right. first season of NFL. It was a great there. first season of NFL locks. Uh, one game difference. Um, but to try to gain some separation, one of us needs to win. One of us needs to lose if someone's going to take the lead after this episode. Uh, I'm going to kick us off. Tonight, I have the Heat minus four and a half over the Knicks. Um, the Knicks have a good amount of players out. They have Randall out. They have Mitchell Robinson out. Uh, the Heat don't have Victor Oladipo tonight, uh, which I totally forgot. Uh, we haven't talked about that either. Um, but, you know, I like the Heat tonight. Uh, it's the game I like the most. And that's all I can really say about it. I'm not actually that confident. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm we'll really take not. it. We'll take it. We'll take yeah. it. Whatever it is, it's the NBA. Um, this is – I think this might be, like, the second or third time I've ever picked the Celtics as my uh, lock of the episode. I picked them, like, very first week we ever did this, and they won, which was nice. nice. Um, I got them minus two and a half tonight against the Pelicans, um, mainly because Evan Fournier is active tonight. And speaking of Evan Fournier, that leads us right into NBA trade deadline that we totally forgot to talk about, but now yeah, we're we weren't here. Yeah. Um, um, so yeah, the Celtics got a lot of players. No, they got three players, but they got um, busy, but not too busy. I would say. Agreed. Um, so I'm just gonna say, are the T or the players that we acquired were Evan Fournier was the big piece. We traded Jeff Teague, <laughs> which <laughs> hey, I'm sorry Jeff Teague, but I'm not mad about it. We traded Jeff Teague and two second rounders for someone that averages 20 points a game. So hey, I'll take that. I will absolutely take that. Um, and then we got our boy. Uh, actually, yeah, our boy from over in Washington, Mo Wagner. Uh, and in the three-team trade, we also acquired Luke Cornett from the Bulls. Sadly, though, we had to uh, we had to let go of our very, very, very good friend, Daniel Tice. Yeah, um, I was a little sad about that one. Um, shout out Daniel Tice. For all the memories, mm-hmm. for all the times you put in the work, didn't say a word, didn't complain about any fouls. So it says a lot. It says a lot. Sorry, I'm starting to get emotional now. I can't even lie. Uh, shout out to Daniel Tice for his stint in Boston. I remember when you came in as a 28 year old rookie. <laughs> 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 He's so old. Um, but Daniel Tice, you know. Earned the starting role uh, two years ago. Uh, he's only like six foot eight, uh, a young German. He's, I mean, there's not much to say about him. He's just so awesome. Yeah, I know. He, he was like, it was just like he got put in a tough situation because like our bigs weren't like tall. Like he was literally maybe the tallest player out there, like at some points. Well, yeah, like for bigs, six, eight, for six, the bigs, nine. for, the, for right. the bigs. Yeah. Not, not at, at I'm total which is it like but he never complained on a single thing that's what i thought was like amazing like if you go back to like especially last year's playoffs he got like slapped in the face every time he got for a board and they would and like elbowed and everything like that didn't say a word to the refs at all he just like kept on playing he just just played it was like yeah it was honestly shocking because like if that happened to me i'd probably be so pissed be like how are you gonna let that go by he literally elbowed me in the face like four times already yeah, but uh, for him, we got a pair of seven-footers, um, which, I mean, hey, Luke Cornett, Will, you said, I actually didn't watch this game. Um, the other night, he had mm-hmm. eight points, was it? Yeah, they played the Thunder the other night. Uh, Luke Cornett came in for, like, the first time, and he was just, like, lighting. He, I mean, like, he came in, like, late, I believe, and um, he, like, we, need, we were actually down to OKC, like, a decent amount. We made a comeback. Um, I forgot who, like, uh, what's his name on there? His last name, I think, is Brown. Th- on the Thunder? 
Yeah, he's very, very young. He had like 19 and 19 in like the first half. Oh, yeah. I saw crazy. that. He was just absolutely hooping. And then we brought in like Luke Cornett like shortly after halftime, and he just lit the comeback up. He was getting boards. He was doing everything, honestly. And like he looked so like natural just shooting the ball. So like, which is perfect because we needed someone who could like really stretch the floor and still have a big presence in the paint. Yeah, I mean, if he's if he can produce even a little bit for us, I won't be mad because I don't really have high expectations for Luke Cornett. Um, so if he does anything for us, uh, Mo Wagner, he's six eleven. Uh, we went to Michigan. He was very good at Michigan. His brother's um, right on there right now. Oh, that's actually his bro. Mm-hmm. Oh shit! I just thought that they always get people named Wagner. They always have a Wagner. Like I don't. They do. I, think that's I swear that's like the third one. They, they, wait, no, yeah, no, it is. It is his bro because I saw like I like followed. Uh, Mo the other day because he signed on Instagram uh-huh. and then I saw him post because they like made it to like the next round. I was like, shout out, bro. <laughs> I was like, nice. Bronze Wagner. Oh my god, yeah, they're brothers. He's a guard. He's a six nine guard. Well, Mo Wagner probably gonna draft Mo- him, so he's a guard. Mo's, Mo's a six <laughs> eleven, but he's listed at small forward. Uh, so I don't I don't really know what to think of Mo either because he doesn't really get boards like that. Um. He was putting some work in the paint I, when he came I'm, in. Yeah, I'm hoping I'm gonna watch the game tonight. Uh, I'm gonna watch that. I er, actually, I don't know. I might watch the Elite Eight. I don't know what I'm gonna do yet. I think I'm. I think I'm gonna like switch back and forth because that first game is who? Oregon. Oh. Oregon State and Houston. Wait, no. Wait, are they the first? I kind of want to watch the been. Arkansas Baylor game more. I feel like the Oregon State Houston is definitely like you can definitely tune in at halftime and get the same experience. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so yeah, no, I'm gonna watch the Celtics game and then I'm gonna watch that second March Madness game. Um so yeah, that's actually gonna work out. I'm gonna watch this because I want to see what Fournier does. Uh and I did last time I said I was gonna watch some games, I did watch some games. I figured out a big problem in that Bucks game where we lost by two. We were down big, we lost by two. Marcus Smart was literally the only issue on the floor, and he's the reason why we lost the game. I don't care what anybody says. It was all Marcus Smart. But then the next game, he came out and missed one three. He went, like, six for seven. And, did like, I not, just did I, like, Did I not, like, <laughs> I texted you that? Like, because you texted me yeah. that, like, right after it happened. I didn't, I don't think I watched a lot of that game. I, I watched, like, the closing. Like, I watched, like, the end of the third and, and then the fourth. So I didn't watch, uh-huh. like, the first half, like, at all. And then – um. You text me. He was like, Marcus, he's like, I'm afraid to say like who the problem is. I was like, just say it. I was like, sorry. It's all right. And then you like Marcus smart. And he was like, okay, why? And then he was like three ball. I was like, yeah, he's definitely an offensive liability sometimes. And it's like, it's okay. Because I said mm-hmm. like the reason why, like the same thing in the bubble, like some nights he would like, or like, it wouldn't be some nights. It would be like every night he'd either start the night off like four for four and, or he would start out like oh for four Wendy's. and then fin out and then finish like still fifty percent from the three and I'm like all right well yeah it's just finish fifty like, percent work yeah it, he's very interesting I don't know he um, finds his way beyond the arc and I don't really get it yeah it's like sometimes all he can bring is energy which is obviously something that we need but sometimes it's not enough but like I yeah. love him. no he's awesome I like they I just don't even like. The, like his three ball scenario is so weird because like he was like working on it and it was like good and then yeah there was a yeah. there was a time bro where he like wasn't missing and it like that was after everybody started like doubting him a lot and like his offensive skills and then he just didn't miss like last year uh pre-covid and then like this year it's like the same thing so i'm waiting for the tweets to roll in and then maybe it'll start being more consistent because that's like yes, what if, if 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 anyone has ever criticized him for three pointers, please tweet at him ASAP. Like if you're hearing like us. I don't want to be the one to do it. <laughs> like please like make it big so he can just start playing really good. Yeah, because I'm not gonna do it. Like in inside the fives, Twitter isn't gonna do it. But if somebody yeah. else can, that would be awesome. All right. Moving on. Uh unless you have anything else in the NBA section. Actually, you know what? I do. I'm Ooh, a little pissed off. Oh, Will's pissed mm-hmm. off. Here we go. 
Are we just buying championships nowadays? Because I'm sorry, we, we don't have the funds to do so. Yeah, we don't. Yeah, we can't afford that. We don't have the facilities for that, and I'm not really understanding what's going on here. And also, I'm a little bit pissed off at the Lakers. Like, do you have to just take everyone with you? Yeah, how'd you get Andre Drummond? Like, he was like, oh, shit, might as well. Like, that's literally probably what went through his head. Like you guys saw, you guys saw Lamarcus Aldridge signed to the Nets. And you were just like, you know what? We'll just let them win this year. We can't win every year, you know. Like let's just, you know, what? they haven't won. Let's just let let's just let them have this one and we'll move on. Because in free agency, they're probably gonna split. Yeah. They're, there's no way they can all stay. They don't have enough money for that. They're on like like minuscule contracts at minimum. They're getting nothing. Yeah, they're they're getting nothing to play there. Like they're just getting a chip. Yeah, like respect. You know what? Like do your thing because it's very tough. Like those. Like to be honest, Lamarcus Aldridge deserves one. He's gone through a lot in in the NBA. Same thing with like Blake. Like he like how many years he's been screwed over in the Clippers organization. Yeah. Like, to be like to be fair, like you know what I mean. Like they have the ability to want to do what they want to do. I mean Drummond's still young. Why wouldn't you want to come? Like I'm not like like I'm only mad one because obviously he didn't sign up the Celtics. I was really hoping we were gonna get him, but like that's like not even like the full anger. Two Lakers were begging for him. Like you guys needed it that bad. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky. Lucky in line at the deli, I guess. Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hi, I'm Maria. And I'm Mike. And we're Team Team Ready. Ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is, so they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash team ready. Like you guys just won. Yeah, right. Like I, I think it was like a dude on NBA TV or some someone. He was like a former Laker. I don't even know who it was. Or like he like it was a big Lakers fan or something on there. He was begging on national television for Andre Drummond. Do you know how down bad you have to be to do that? Yeah, that's facts. Like that's just like annoying. Like the way that the NBA is like turning into this whole like stars can buy out of their contract and go sign with the team. Like it's kind of just like. It's back with the Warriors shit, bro. Yeah, like, like the Warriors told, shit wasn't like, even that bad. Like it wasn't even that bad. And and the thing is, like everyone slanders KD. Like obviously he almost signed with the Celtics too, which would have been crazy. Like we brought out all the stops yeah. and he chose not to, which was very upsetting. But to be honest, he was the dog on that team. Mm-hmm. Like that's his ring. Like you can't even tell me differently. Yeah, that's, that's literally facts. his. That's the, that's those facts. are his. And then. The, like the other part with that too, like I don't care at all. Like Blake totally deserved to move out of Detroit. Like he, like he, he, he needed out he of need, Detroit, hundred percent. He needed out hundred percent. Same thing with Marcus Aldridge. He had no noise being made there. Like they weren't doing anything, and that's yeah. the same thing. Like and he's, can't... they're both getting old. They both have no reason to be on a losing team. Yeah, hundred percent. But like to just to collect, you guys are literally collecting yeah. players like cards. Like that's literally what that's it is. Fair. This is like like. like like if, if the Lakers and the Nets play in the finals, which is what it's looking like, we're literally gonna watch the All-Star game played seven yeah, times. I know. And like the thing is, bro, like they're playing like 2K my team right now, like for no reason. And it's just like it's they not they both really still make, have one extra roster spot too. Bro. Yeah. Like, how do and, you have another one? Bro, we can't even get we couldn't even get Vucevic. That package was just stupid. Right. And like I don't. I don't really like this whole buyout thing. I feel like that's really screwing everything over, to like make make the league interesting, bro. Like, like I'm confused. They make the buyout market seem like the biggest market ever, and like I'm like, there's literally two people. What do you mean the buyout yeah, market? Yeah. Just there's two people. It's not a market. 
and like like I said, everybody was so mad at the Warriors. Like, why aren't you mad right now? Then, like, this is worse than the Warriors, in my opinion. Because it like, I, like we we like we knew the Warriors were gonna win because they were just like they were ridiculous. You know what I yeah. mean? We're at the point where we already knew the Nets were gonna win, and they just keep adding more people, and they keep doing and, it. Yeah, and the and Lakers like, then like the Lakers are just getting mad. Like we get like I understand, I get it. Like LeBron, obviously, like he has to live up to a pretty damn big name. Like you know what I mean? You just want a chip. You gotta compete again. But like, come on, like and. Like, like you a storyline like the stick like that like i just don't i just don't get it yeah so say so say the lakers meet the nets which is probably like the favorite even though lebron is hurt and anthony davis is actually hurt um say they come back for playoff time they make it to the finals and they beat the nets it's going to be like oh lebron beats the nets like no it's not like lebron didn't beat the fucking nets like the lakers beat the nets i'm sorry i hate when people say that when a team beats the Nets or like when a team wins the finals and they're like, oh, LeBron won the finals. LeBron didn't win the goddamn finals, bro. That pisses me off. The other thing that pisses me off is all the people, like all the people who go on Twitter after like a team signed someone, all that to beat LeBron, all that to be like, come on, bro. Like, like not nah, like just go out there. It's literally not like, can we not try to win a game? Like, yeah, is that like, not possible? Like, yeah. I don't get it. Not everything say is about any, LeBron James, bro. Like, everyone's just sad that the Nets are going to win because, like, literally they just bought their team. Like, that's – which, like, is respectable. Like, everyone can buy their team. Like, everyone has yeah. the ability to do so, yeah, not to yeah. that capability. But, like, it's just, like, I just don't get why no one's complaining. Like, and seriously yeah, complaining. Like, it screws like, the small I, markets. Yeah. It screws the small markets, like Milwaukee, who has Giannis – and I mean, if you look at Milwaukee's roster, they went out and got talent, but they can't afford talent like that. They can't afford yeah, no. to go get, I mean, eight all stars <laughs> no. and put them on their team, bro. So the Bucks are screwed. The Celtics have the money, kinda, to do it, but they don't even do it, like because they're not in because contention they, because, yet. Because we're because too they, young. Because because of the Nets, because of the Nets, literally because of the Nets. Yeah, everyone's gonna go to the West, and like you said before, Milwaukee. Giannis has got his brother out there putting in twenty extra hours after the game, bro. Like he yeah, just dropped twenty fast. points, like sixteen boards or something like that last night. <laughs> right, <laughs> he's like, got to teach someone how to do something. So I, I feel like the Bucks are a perfect example of a small market team that just like can't shape up to a big market team in Brooklyn or a big market team in Los Angeles. Cause they went out, they got, obviously they drafted Giannis who they wouldn't be able to get if he was ever a free agent. Um, they went out, they drafted Dante DiVincenzo who ended up pretty much being, I mean, a pretty good two guard. Um, their biggest signing that they could get was Drew Holiday. Uh, they got him in a trade because they probably couldn't attract him in free agency. Brooke Lopez, Chris Middleton, who they've had for a minute, Bobby Portis. Bobby Portis and P.J. Tucker are, like, the two biggest signings that they can get. They couldn't and they're great signings. The they couldn't even finish the deal with Bogdan Bogdanovich because he didn't want to go there. Like, that just exactly. says Exactly. Like, that's why the the NBA is kind of screwing themselves over with this whole money situation. Because if you think about it, there's teams who are so good. Ready? I will literally name these teams right now that are so good, but they can't do anything because their location doesn't make enough money. Those teams are <clears throat> the Denver Nuggets. They don't get mm-hmm. any money. Um, the Clippers are lacking behind the Lakers, but they still make a, a decent amount. The Grizzlies will never be able to do anything. That's for sure. The Hornets, same with them because, I mean, Charlotte basketball, nobody even wants to go there. Um, the Indiana Pacers, Indiana is such a basketball-rich state, and that they won't ever have anything. You, you've noticed for years the Pacers yeah. are always in the playoffs because of the people that they draft. They don't sign anybody. Um, the Pistons, Detroit's been lacking for years. Um, New Orleans, who's like decent, decent with their money. Um, but still I'd classify them as a small market Orlando because they're a young team, Phoenix, they play in a casino, uh, Portland trailblazers, Portland, Oregon, Sacramento, uh, Oklahoma city, San Antonio, even kind of the Utah jazz, uh, DC. Like those are small markets in my opinion. Obviously I named some big cities, but those are small basketball markets who literally just can't 
really shape up and pay that much money that other teams can pay. And that's why we're seeing such a difference in talent from like the Thunder, who are the worst team in the fucking league. Like, because they can't they're, afford they're anything. And that's they're literally G League. No offense to Darren. <laughs> yeah, shout out Darren. Um, but like it's really just not even fair. I agree. Like that was very well said. It's just like like we're in an awkward gap right now because all the stars that we grew up with, they're all in their late 30s. So like in three, four years from now, the league's gonna be completely different. Like we're already seeing the pieces that are gonna rise to the top, most likely, and we're gonna like we're gonna know it's gonna be completely different. Like it's gonna be it's almost like there's gonna be a league reset in a few years, it feels like, just because of the age gap right now. Yeah. So, um, which, which is like a good thing, but like you said, the small market towns aren't, or cities in my bad, aren't making enough noise as a team because they can't. Not because they, they can't even buy them. Can't. It's because they haven't been able to do something in so long. Like, like the Pacers are acquiring players and they have a team to place. To, uh, they have a team that they've built that is actually pretty good. You know what I mean? But they've built uh-huh. that team. They didn't like necessarily buy anyone. Like you yeah. saw how hesitant they were to trade Miles Mile, uh, Turner because they're afraid they're going to lose so much because they team. W- they won't get another center unless they draft one for years. Because, um, like I said, Indiana is known for their basketball, and they're still a small market team. Just because I mean Indiana. So like teams. So all right. I have a list here. The Lakers are obviously at the top of this list. This is actually from 2016, so the Warriors are up there too because of their championship run. So if you guys don't know, um, I don't know, I don't know the age demographic of people that listen to us, but I think it's not that young. So you guys know about money. Um, teams make money off of many different things. Uh, you know, I'm a sport management major, so I know this. Uh, first off, the biggest one, in my opinion, is location. So that's why I'm calling it big market. You have Los Angeles. You have Brooklyn, because Brooklyn is, like, very, very popular. You have Boston, who is well-known for being a big market location. You have Miami, who covers down south. You have Dallas, which I don't know what they do with their money down there. Um, yeah, and that's really it. I mean, you kind of have Chicago, who, like, if you notice Chicago has money, nobody wants to go there, though, just because it's cold. And that brings in another factor is the location as well. So there's size of it, and that affects the money that they make. But then players want to go, depending on the money that they can make there, um, the fans there, because, I mean, if there's not a lot of fans, nobody's going to go to Charlotte, bro. Nobody's going to go to Charlotte because if Kevin Durant goes to Charlotte – what fans are going? What fans are going to those games? Not a lot. Because there's not, no I mean, fans there. That, that's, that's the other thing. Charlotte's the perfect example right now. We, well, unfortunately, the mellows hurt. But, like, with him, they make noise. They, they yeah, make noise. They're fun. They're, they're like, like, I don't know if anyone saw. I mean, I'm sure everyone saw the clip. I mean, every sports network is literally with mellow highlights any day, every time. Doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. He was literally, like, panting in his chair because he was like pissed he could play like obviously like <laughs> he's top three pick and gets hurt and he can't play like i'd be pissed too end of the season and he's making a run for rookie of the year it's tough but like like he's one of those players where i think he'll just bounce back like he'll be perfectly fine like yeah it's just like they're making a ton of noise and i mean they they got gordon hayward from us obviously which is perfect for them that he fits in perfectly like as we said before, he didn't really fit into the to our system because of his injuries, and then we kind of just like the rise moved of on because we kind of had to, yeah. But they've built a pretty great team down there for like what they've been able to do. They can't right. like there's no one they can they can't do much more. Yeah, they can't do much more because if they go after and and like you can like even if any of you, if any of you guys listening play like two K and try getting a free agent, if you start like a. Uh, an expansion team in like the middle of nowhere like you can start an expansion team wherever you want like katie was a free agent like back like when you could like i forgot the name of the team i'm ranting about this but like i like asked to sign katie and he's just like no like because no one's here why mm-hmm. would you want to sign like that's the same thing not to say like no one is gordon hayward but like 
what is he going to do? He could you either play with Gordon Hayward, uh, Terry Rozier, and Lamelo Ball, or you go play with Kyrie Irving and James Harden. Like, yeah, I feel like you almost have to be stupid not to pick Kyrie and James Harden just because you know you're probably going to win. Not because one's better than the other necessarily, just because you know that you probably have the best chances of winning. Yeah, that's facts. Like, it, it's just like the NBA, bro. Like, honestly, like, I know this would only be in dream situations. We just need a fresh reset. It would be great. Like, like what was it, last summer or the summer before? We, like, the dynamic duels were coming back, and it was great. Everyone it was had awesome, own, like, yeah. Everyone had their own little duo. Every, and, team, every team had two players. Like, every team two, had two players, players. that they could rely awesome. on, and they can kind of, like, move here and there, you know what I mean? Like, the rankings and stuff were going decent, and, you know, uh-huh. it was nice. And then it just reverted back instantly. They're like, this is just too slow. Yeah, like, it's it makes it more fun. Like, I don't know how the commissioner isn't noticing this. I don't know because uh, like how like this this whole brings back this all brings back when Chris Paul couldn't join the Lakers like they yeah. they thought that was so unfair. And no, the thing is, bro, that's because it's a trade. So that rule. Oh the, yeah, that was like a that money Chris rule, Paul right? rule. That Chris that Paul was like rule. A money rule. The commissioner can veto that because it's a trade. He can't veto a free agent signing. So why not make it a rule that you can veto, like all this shit when you have eight all-stars on the Brooklyn Nets. Yeah. Like, see, it's tough because like, right. You build your team. Let's say you had three all-stars on your team, but you built them. Right. Yeah. And then like you go to sign someone else. No, you already have three all-stars on your team. You can't sign someone else, but like we built them though. Yeah. We didn't sign them. We built them. Like there would have to be something there to obviously do that. But yeah, there's a lot of stuff that would have to be done. Cause I mean, if you look at, like looking at the Nets, they didn't build any of these guys, and they were building something with the Nets for a while. They were a nice, young, fun team. It was awesome to watch. They didn't build any of these guys. They didn't build Kyrie Irving. They didn't be, build KD. They didn't build Lamarcus Aldridge. They didn't build James Harden, DeAndre Jordan, Blake Griffin. I mean, but but they just they got all of those yeah. in the past two years. But but to like even be fair, they were building something with like Jared Allen and um yeah they also trade away. He's on the Pacers now. He Karis Levert. Karis Levert. They're building something there, right? They added Kyrie. I was like, okay, that's a pretty good signing, you know. Like that's going to be a nice piece to help them become a major competitor in the East. Then they signed KD. I'm like, okay, like okay, yeah. You know, like you might need a second player. You know, like not everyone here has to like go crazy like they're young perfect we didn't have to do anything else they could assign a budget center if they needed one and moved on i mean they already had deandre jordan that's what i'm saying the time. And they are in the head jet and they had jared Allen. and they, they had jared Allen. yeah and then they just decide to just sign they the trade 15 all-star team yeah they trade to get james harden they traded i mean two young decent guys but for james harden they pretty much gave up not as much as other teams would have to give up. I don't even understand how they're getting these guys. They're not looking back after that trade and being like, shit, shouldn't have done that. Yeah, because, I mean, you lost two young guys, but, I mean, you got James fucking Harden. Yeah. Who's averaging 26, 8, and 11. Like, he's yeah. the only one playing. He's the only one playing for them. He's the only one actually playing for them. Yeah, On a nighttime Blake basis, now. he's the only one that doesn't take a night off. Yeah, I mean, bro – well, they could have three players take a night off and they'd still have four all-stars because <laughs> say, La- say LaMarcus Aldridge, KD, and Kyrie want to take the night off. Okay, that's fine. We still have James Harden, Blake Griffin, and DeAndre Jordan. Oh, Blake Griffin, James Harden, and KD want to take the night off. Oh, well, that's good because we have Kyrie, LaMarcus Aldridge, and DeAndre Jordan. Like it. You could literally like any. You could just rotate who's gonna play tonight. It's not even who's gonna start tonight. It's they who's gonna play all, tonight. Literally, it's literally, it's literally the All Star game. It's literally the All Star. And we won't see all of them play in the same game until the finals. I doubt it. Unless they imagine they come out first game, literally all five of them. That would be insane. I wouldn't even I show up. I would actually they, just walk off the floor. They play tonight. That's going to be interesting. But I felt like this had to be said because, like, literally it was just – it was, like, pissing me off because, like, 
I feel like I'm watching pointless games right now. Like I love the Celtics. Yeah. I love to watch them, but I, like it's like kind of pissing me off. I'm like, oh, sick. They're doing good now and we can't do anything about it. We won't be able to do anything about it, but that's just what the NBA is turning into. Uh, moving on, we have a big trade uh, that went down in the NFL. Uh, I say we just like quickly breeze by it, uh, say what this might potentially mean. Um, but the Dolphins move from pick three to pick 12. Uh, then, or they move, I think they had the third and the 12th, right? Uh, Nope. I think they had okay, the third well, no. and twelve. They sent both of them and got pick six. Um, and now well, the 49ers have pick three and the Eagles have pick twelve. Technically, yes. So they had the third. They traded the 49ers for the twelfth and then traded back down to get the sixth. Okay. Okay. Somehow right. that worked out. Like in any scenario ever, how does that make sense? I don't know. That makes zero sense. Um so this means um the Dolphins aren't going to be drafting a quarterback most likely. Um, and that means the 49ers are going to be drafting a quarterback most likely. So I would guess that would either be Zach Wilson. If he Paul, if he falls past two uh, who lost to coastal Carolina um, <clears throat> or Justin Fields, who was in the national championship. I don't know who I'd take honestly, neither. Um, but ju- I mean, the top three are going to be Trevor Lawrence, Justin Fields and Zach Wilson. Uh, Zach Wilson and Justin Fields can flop, flip flop in between two and three. Um, the Eagles now have pick twelve. Like they can do whatever the fuck with that. Like nobody. They cares. love putting themselves in the worst scenario. They like they literally like they literally want to say, you know, we built up from nothing right now. You literally put yourself in that position. Yeah, like I don't. <laughs> Why did they have to get involved? They yeah. literally traded the six pick for the twelve. Like, there's a chance that that sixth pick is not going to be there at 12 unless you change your mind. There's a 100% chance, actually, probably. Yeah, no, there's no chance because, I mean, by pick six, the top two offensive linemen are going to be off the board, which, I mean, those two, those top two, the kid from Northwestern and uh, the kid from Oregon, those are the top two, in my opinion. There's also a kid from Virginia Tech. You better pray that he's there by 12 because the Eagles need an offensive lineman very badly. Um, so I think they kind of screwed themselves over, uh, with the 49ers moving the third pick, uh, moving to the third pick, excuse me. I think that means Jimmy G could be shipped out. Everybody is saying new England. I don't really know if he'll be shipped to new England, but I think he'll be gone. Um, I'm going to assume a draft day trade. Yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to assume that too. Um, and with the dolphins going to six, that's going to lead me to guess that they are going to be picking up an offensive lineman. Probably, I would assume. Do you think like this is this might be like really stupid, but do you think like the 49ers could pair Jimmy G and the third pick and get like a blockbuster deal, like for a QB? For Deshaun Watson? It could be. It could be. Um like that, like that's pretty valuable to like the Texans because they get the third pick in a rebuilding. They they yeah, they they'd have to throw some more picks on that too. Yeah. Oh yeah, but like that would be totally worth it, I think. Yeah, that could be a decent package on draft day. I think I think Deshaun Watson will get moved on draft day. That yeah, that's what I'm thinking. I I think because that's the only logical move that you can do in acquire picks is to see like how the draft is going and kind of move then then like right. this was like really weird i don't know why they decided to trade so early but i mean there's nothing wrong with it i mean you got a plan yeah. might as well do it before stuff right. starts make, getting out yeah, about the draft sure yeah like you get your stuff if done. you if you if you have a plan i mean try to do it before say like i mean if the 49ers already traded that pick by the time that you wanted to make that move then you're fucked so yeah yeah all right um that's all i really got for that trade yeah, and I think that was really it from the NFL from this yeah. week. Um, I think Emmanuel Sanders signed with the Bills this weekend. It was like it was it was like a Sunday night. I think it was like eleven. Yeah, yeah, he did, he did, he did, he did. Super, <laughs> super low key, but I mean that's pretty good for the Bills. I think did they lose John Brown this year too? Yeah, yeah, they did. John Brown went. They kind of they kind of got that back in a sense. Um, but last thing, um, we got the NHL. Something quick. Uh, the puck culture pick of the night. 
Um, we have the Vegas money line. You know how we are around here. Oh, yeah. No, I feel like we have that every single time. Every single time. <laughs> like, you guys should – it's it's almost as um, often as the bottom three in the power rankings that you guys will see in a couple of days. Yep. Um, next, an interesting one, Penn's Islanders under six. Uh, the prediction here is a very defensive game tonight for the Penns and Islanders. So, All right. I'll take it. I'll fucking take it. We'll I take, might parlay we'll those it. two together. Honestly, not a bad idea. Honestly, Will, I'm being serious. I'm doing that right now, if that's all right with you. Yeah. Um, Word. Let's get to it. We're good. We're good. Um, shout out Puck Culture once again. Of course. Um, shout out Puck Culture. Good. Honestly, I think it's a solid pick of the night. I think that's really good. I like that is a very long. good pick of the night. That's. I mean, I. you can see how much I like it. I'm. We're, we're ready to roll. We're ready I'm to putting roll. it in right now. Yeah, I, I really am. Um, yeah, is that all we got? I think so. Um, yeah, that that's really it. Okay. So I'll take us out. No worries, Will. Um, as always, shout out to – wow, of course, something goes in my throat right when I'm about to talk. Uh, as always, shout out to at Inside the Five Pod on Instagram and Twitter. That is where you will find um, the link to our – Oh my gosh! Rally against cancer. I'm so sorry. Uh, shout out, yep. Shout out to the Jimmy Fund. Um, as we said earlier at the beginning of the episode, even if you can't donate anything, uh, if you could retweet, if you could repost, uh, all of that fun stuff, uh, that would just be great to get the word out, uh, to spread more money for a great cause. Um, so shout out to the Jimmy Fund as always. The Red Sox are opening up on Thursday, I believe, against the Orioles. Um, yep. So throughout the whole month of April, uh, you can log on to our team. Uh, you can check who's donated, how much we've raised. Uh, we don't really have a set goal. We're just trying to raise as much as we possibly can for such a great foundation. Um, so, yeah, you can find the link at Inside the Five Pod on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, shout out to all the boys at home and peace. Peace. We the one that kept it cool with all these niggas till these niggas start acting. Shoot a nigga like a film in a movie, nigga gon' let him have it. We ballin' like the Marsh Madness. All these cops shoot a nigga tragic. Only one that livin' lavish. Like I'm playin' for the Mavericks. I don't want for the bitch that might have made me fuck her even though she average. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner.